What do you hear? What do you say? What do you hear? What do you say? What is going on, Buccaneer Nation? Thank you guys for joining us on another episode of the Frozen Pirate Podcast. This is actually a fun time for us here at the Frozen Pirate Podcast because it is the off season. And now we can really kind of go off the rails and talk our shit. I'm just kidding. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to be at it today solo. Jamie's feeling a little bit under the weather. Speedy recovery to him. I promise you I won't bore you too much with this week's episode. It's the off season. And we're going to be talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers salary cap situation, pending free agents. And again, I am not a capologist or whatever it's called. I'm just giving you guys my opinion and my take. Um, so we got some good stuff that we're going to be talking about, mainly the Buccaneers salary cap situation, because there's a lot of news swirling around about Mike Evans, Antoine Winfield Jr., Levante David, et cetera, Baker Mayfield. And we're going to talk about all of that. But before we do, but before we do, we get into all this Buccaneer crazy cap salary cap talk um, here at the Frozen Pirate Podcast. I want to take a second to support local and small businesses and help them grow. Aubrey, can you do the honors and take it away? What's up, guys? This is Aubrey. Uh, so her name's Heather. She's selling these blend twist headbands, um, preferably for the cold weather, for females, toddler and adults. And her Instagram, I'll spell it out for you. It's M-A-D-A-M-E underscore M-O-X-3. And she has her link right in her bio for her Etsy where you can purchase the headbands. Um, like I said, they are for females. But if you're a guy and you want to buy, you know, your wife or you have a daughter, a girlfriend, anything like that, you can, you know, buy that for them or... If you're a mom that has a daughter, you can purchase it. Even if you don't have any kids, you can order it for yourself. They're really cute. How much she, are they? What are they going for? $10, $10. really cheap. And they are, they are very good quality. She has multiple colors that you can choose from. You can wear them with your hair up, down. They're really stylish. And like I said, um, very, very good quality. So just hit her up and make some orders. Uh, support a small business. Um, very good person. And again, like I said, very good quality products. And her Etsy page also is the four beans, co.etsy.com. And guys, feel free to message her on Instagram. Let her know that the frozen pirate podcast sent you or where you heard it from. All right, guys, let's get right into it. Um, so the Buccaneers going into this off season, um, their salary cap situation, we thought they had about 40 to $48 million. Um, the news coming out, it's looking more like $38. Um, and you may ask, well, what the hell happened? How is that possible? Again, I'm going to say I'm not a capologist. I don't know all the details, but I do understand that there is a lot of dead cap money. And I say dead cap money rolling into this year, and it's looking about $21.6 I mean... I believe it's due to contracts from Levante David, Greg Gaines, Matt Filer, Mike Evans, Baker Mayfield, and Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, you know, there's a lot that goes into this <laughs> into the salary cap, guys. It'll blow your mind. Um, Jamie and myself are pretty intelligent, and even it kind of just goes right over our heads, man, the way they manage the salary cap. Now, I know what you guys are probably thinking, like, what the hell are they going to do now? They only have $38 million. Um and that's not including, like, you know, what they're going to need going into the regular season. You know, think about it. They're going to need $9 million, roughly around 8 to $9 million, just to sign rookies, depending on what they do in the draft. 
they need a little bit of money, maybe three to five million to be on the safe side under the under the salary cap going into the season, just in case any injury happens, practice squad, etc. You know, looking at the Buccaneers as a whole right now, and I know the big story is well, Mike Evans didn't sign Monday, and they could have saved an additional seventy seven point something million with the salary cap. I don't want people to freak out, and I, and I'll get into Mike Evans in a little bit. But I, I don't want you guys to freak out. There is a possibility here that the Buccaneers can maneuver some money around. Um, you know, Mike Greenberg and Jason are amazing at working the salary cap. I mean, shit, we we were what eighty million dollars over the salary. I mean, eighty million dollars uh, with dead cap money going into this year, and they pulled another miracle. Um, well. How can they get more salary cap? Well, there can be some cap casualties. A guy like Russell Gage, you can cut Russell Gage or trade him. I think his cap number is about $13 million. Um, you're going to have to carry at least $6 million into next year, and you're going to save $6 million. So, you know, that will help out. There's another guy um, that's on that list that may not be popular, um, he's been pretty consistent with the Buccaneers. I mean, I've kind of ridiculed him a couple of times. Uh, Carlton Davis, um, his salary cap number is pretty high. I think it's, I want to say 11 million, 12 million. I don't know, something within that criteria. Um, I think between the depth that the Buccaneers have with Zion McCollum and Christian Isian um, and Jamel Dean and Dee Delaney, I think you can you know, let a guy like Carlton Davis go. And depending on what the Tennessee Titans are going to do, I'm going to throw a name out there for you where you can bring him in for half of what you're paying Carlton Davis. And he's very familiar with Todd Bowles and this defense is Sean Murphy Bunting. I'm telling you right now, guys, he's, I missed him. I, I, I like the kid. He was a, he was hell of a corner in the slot. He stepped up the year we won the Super Bowl, getting a pick in every playoff game. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to bringing him back. So letting go a guy like Carlton Davis, and believe me, don't feel bad for him. There's there's a market for corners. There's I can name, believe me, they, they'd be a line for his services. Um, and that's a guy that the Buccaneers could possibly trade to. I mean, I, I don't know. But that that's a guy that, you know, the Buccaneers need to stop considering. Um, because you need to save some some money. Um, and I haven't even gotten into, you know, contracts. And we're going to get into that. Another way that the Buccaneers can get some money is the old restructuring contracts. But there is one contract that I want to talk about briefly. Shaq Barrett, going into another year with the Buccaneers, um, didn't really show up on the stat sheet this year. I don't have his stats in front of me. Um, he did a lot of good things, but he's kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, so I, I, I actually reached out to Jamie earlier and I was asking him, I said, you know, I don't really understand. Again, we're not capologists. You know, I'm going to do a little bit more research into this. Um, so Shaq Barrett is a guy that is getting paid a lot of money right now, I think. Um, to dispose of his contract... So if the Buccaneers cut him now, they would save about $15 million on the cap. And that's added on to the, I believe it's added on to the $38 million that they have. So 
if the Buccaneers cut Shaquille Barrett, they would save $15 million. But I think going into next year, they would carry over $26 million in dead cap space. Now, I did read a report, and this is why I say I'm a little confused on how this works. Um, I think the Buccaneers are trying to figure out how to absorb that $26 million in cap space because if you think about it, you're going to have to let go of Russell Gage. I mean, there's some depth at wide receiver here, and I think the Buccaneers need to draft a wide receiver with that 26th or 27th. I think it's the 26th pick that they have. They have to, If and you guys know how I feel about that. Um, but, you know, there's some depth here at wide receiver. Russell Gage is, hasn't done anything in two seasons that he's been here. $13 million is his cap hit, and you have to sign Mike. Chris, I'll get to him in a little bit. Um, I don't know how that goes as far as that $26 million hit. I think that the Buccaneers' ownership can pay them out of pocket maybe. I don't know, and it doesn't go against the salary cap. Again, I, I don't know. I don't know how this works, and I want to do a little bit more research on that. Um, but they can also... You know, restructure the contracts of Vita Vea, Jamel Dean, Chris Godwin, and they could probably save another twenty to twenty to thirty million dollars on the salary cap. I think the Buccaneers are going to be okay as far as bringing back some free agents. I think um, there's a lot of hype right now and a lot of excitement going into free agency from other teams like. I see a lot of things on the Carolina Panthers fan base. You know, I follow one of their podcasts on Twitter or X um, saying that Mike Evans could be a Buccaneer. And, and I'm just saying, you know, that's that's a long shot. I get that Dave Canales is there, but I, I don't think Mike, why would Mike go to the Carolina Panthers? It did, I mean, again, uh, sorry, Jamie, but, but this isn't Madden. I, I don't see that happening. Um, and going into Mike Evans, Again, and I've said this on the one-year anniversary episode, and I convinced Aubrey. Aubrey wasn't really convinced until I said what I said. I, I, I said, you know, Mike Evans doesn't have to ring chase. Mike Evans built a life in Tampa. Yeah, he's from Galveston, Texas, but he's built a, um, a solid foundation in Tampa Bay. Now, if you want, you can pause the podcast now and think to yourself, how many players have been consistently on one team? Not many. I'll let you pause the podcast now. Pause it now and feel free to hit us up and let us know. But there's not many players that have been consistent with one team. And it's not like Mike Evans doesn't have a ring. If Mike didn't win a ring, I would say, hell yeah, go to the Chiefs, man. I don't even know what the salary cap looks like for the Chiefs. I'm sure they can move some money around. But I mean, who is to say that chemistry would even work? I'm sure he'd do great in Kansas City, but do you think Mike really wants to go to Kansas City? Um, I get that Mike Evans is trying to cash in on that last big contract, but I keep saying this. The way taxes work, there's no taxes, no state. I believe it's no state income taxes in Florida. So a team, let's just say a team like the New York Jets, where taxes are, I'm not even going to talk about New York right now, but you take a team like the New York Jets or the Giants, say the Jets offer him a contract. They give him $30 million. They're going to have to pay him all of $30 million. You know how much money in taxes he's going to pay? He's lucky to see, what, $15 million? $16 million? I don't know. Don't quote me on it. But 
if you have a team like the Buccaneers who you've made of you've built a foundation here, um, you've won a ring, you have one thousand yards every season consistently, and they're about to sign Baker Mayfield to a contract. Wouldn't you want to come back? I mean, you don't need the ring. You have the ring. We know you're great. We know you're a first ballot Hall of Famer. Who is to say you're going to get that thousand yards somewhere else? Because at the end of the day, this is what, if I'm Mike Evans, this is what I'm chasing. I'm now, I'm not chasing a Super Bowl. I'm chasing after Jerry Rice's record. He had 14 consecutive 1,000 yard seasons, I believe it is. If I'm wrong, believe me, Jamie will fucking correct me. Um, but that's what I'm going after. Why not do it in a Bucks uniform? And on top of that, the Buccaneers offer you 20, 23 million. You're getting all of that 20 to 23 million. If not all of it, but you, you guys, tr- you guys, you guys follow me here. If not, pause it and go look at the way the taxes work between Florida and New York or Florida and Missouri. And just let me know. But if I'm Mike Evans, I'm trying to stay with the Buccaneers, man. Um, but again, that's completely his choice. I mean, there's plenty of teams he can go to. Who knows? Maybe he just wants to go back home to Galveston, Texas and go play for the Houston Texans. And I've always said that's a possibility, too. You know, there's a young core of wide receivers there. There's a great young quarterback emerging and CJ Stroud. Um, I don't think he goes to Carolina and plays with Bryce Young. I don't think the chemistry would be there. But the chemistry is with Baker because he had one of his best seasons with Baker Mayfield. Going into Baker Mayfield now with this salary cap situation. Um, overall, guys, I'll break it down for you. And again, I'm not a capologist, but with the Buccaneers having $38 million and them letting go of Carlton Davis, that's another $12 million added to the salary cap. And then, obviously, letting go of Russell Gage, that's another $6 million. Um, I don't know what the situation is with Shaq Barrett, how they're going to handle that. Um, I know it's like 14 and $15 million um, that they can save, um, you know, and then restructuring everybody's contracts. So we'll just say after restructuring people's contracts, that's another $25 million added to the salary cap. I mean, and not including the Shaq Barrett situation, because I don't, I don't know how that works, so don't quote me on it. So the Buccaneers can get an additional $60 million in salary cap. So now you got a franchise tag, Antoine Winfield Jr. Supposedly that's what they're saying. If it's me, I'm not franchise, I'm not gonna franchise tag him. I'm sorry. I'm signing, I'm gonna try and get him to a long-term deal. If I have if we can't come to an agreement, yeah, you gotta use the franchise tag. But I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to lock him up in Tampa because that dude is a difference maker on that defense. He's gonna go down as one of the greats. Mock my words, he's gonna go down as a top ten buck player of all time. He's gonna go down as one of the greats. That kid is amazing. And he's a he's a difference maker on that on that on that defense. He's proven it. I mean, if you don't believe me, pause this pause the podcast and go look at the stats. And I know you gotta sign Baker Mayfield, but you're asking me. Um, you know, before we get into Baker, sorry, I'm kind of jumping all over the place and I'm a little crunched for time here, but they're saying 18 million and Antoine Winfield is going to change the, uh, safety market 20 million. Again, the taxes come are a huge part of the negotiations because again, the state taxes or whatever it is, there's no taxes there in Florida. That plays a huge part. For guaranteed money. I I think so. I mean, if I'm wrong, somebody 
Jamie, if you're listening, buddy, let's do the research and you can uh, chew my ass out if I'm wrong about that. Um, I Again, if it's me, I, I'm going to sign Antoine Winfield Jr. first, man. He's the most important part, man. He's the youngest out of all of them. And, you know, you're not, I don't know if they can get everybody back. But then again, I look back to the past couple of years on what Mike Greenberg and Jason Light has done. They've done, they pulled out some miracles. I don't even know how the hell they re-signed Jamal Dean last year. Like where, like I, I think Jay and myself did an episode. Where are they getting the money from? You know, um, again, this salary cap situation is crazy. Um, I don't want people to panic. In my heart of hearts, I think Mike Evans is going to be a buccaneer. I think he's going to get a relatively really big contract, but not like earth shattering like like most people are saying. I don't think he's going to go after $30 million. I really don't. Um, I think Mike Evans has made a lot of money in his career. He's very He's been a very unselfish player, and I don't think he's going to be selfish here as well. I think he wants to finish his career as a buck, so... You know, as far as Antoine Winfield Jr. goes, um, you know, I think you got to get that done too, man. You got to, you got to, no matter what, he does not leave one buck place. He does not leave Tampa at, at all costs. Uh, uh, that's just me. Now moving on to Baker Mayfield, the uh, multi-million dollar question. So, and I'm going to take a little bit of time with this before I let you guys go. Um Baker Mayfield, I wasn't a fan of his in the beginning because I kind of let other people's narratives kind of cloud my judgment, and I'm working on that. He turned out to be a really good signing for the Buccaneers, especially at $4 million, well, I think total $8 million. He, he did what he had to do. He, he, he got the incentives. He got him to the playoffs. He had a really good year uh, with Dave Canales and Todd Bowles. Um, and Mike Evans had one of his best years. The thing that I'm a little nervous about is the consistency of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is a dog. And I hear all the kids saying that I got the dog in me. That dude's that dude's a dog. He 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 goes out there, man, he'll lower his shoulder as a quarterback. He's not afraid to scramble out of the pocket. Does he hold on to the football a little bit too much? He does. Um, but I've seen him do some really good things. He doesn't really turn the ball over much, um, and that's a plus. We all know about crab legs. So I, I just think this contract is really tricky because the, I think with all the amount of talent at quarterback coming into the draft, um, you know, what do you do here? It's tough. Like, do you sign him to this big, massive contract? It sucks because, you know, the Cleveland Browns really – earmuffs kids the cleveland browns really fucked up the um the uh quarterback market you know with that stupid contract with deshaun watson it, it really did it and now you have dak prescott wanting 60 million dollars a year um the salary cap is what 223 million dollars i mean you're fucking talking about guys <sighs> this is why i say i i can't stand um some of these agents and some of these players man like the amount of money that you're getting, like really like 60 million for one year, man, that's insane. Like it's insane to keep a, a team together. Why do you think the Patriots were so great for so many years? They, they locked up their quarterback, man, and they built around them to the best they possibly can. And, you know, just being unselfish. I don't, you have a lot of quarterbacks, 
I'm sorry, if Dak, Dak Prescott gets $60 million a year and he takes that contract, <laughs> that's that's a load of shit to me, man. I'm sorry. It, it is. that That's a load of shit to me because you haven't won a playoff game yet. You, you just... I, I'm See, I'm ranting. Um, it just doesn't make any sense, and it really screws up the team. You take a team like the New Orleans Saints right now. Look at them. They're in cap hell. They're fucked. Because of mismanaging contracts and, you know, going out and look, they went out and got Derek Carr. Shout out to all you Buccaneer fans that wanted Derek Carr. There you go. That was your result. So imagine the Buccaneers going out, reworking the salary, getting Derek Carr. Look at the situation that the Saints are in now with Derek Carr. They're fucking screwed. It's a it's a clown show over there right now. Um, That's why I think the Buccaneers have to be very, very careful with this contract with Baker Mayfield because it's not a for sure thing. It's not a for sure that he's going to have the same season. For all we know, he could get hurt next year. For all we know, he could stink it up. I don't think that's the case. But if you're asking me, I, I, I think you got to do a two or three year deal, $75 million, maybe $28, $30 million a year um, for the first year. And then, you know, load it up with incentives like they did this year, you know, $4 million guaranteed and another $4 million in incentives. That's that's how you get guys motivated by money. I'd load it up with incentives. Hey, if you get this many touchdowns this year, you're going to get this much. Hey, if you go to the playoffs, you're going to get an additional whatever. I feel a lot safer doing contracts like that, especially with the quarterback position because the quarterback position is the most important position on the offense and he's the one that's going to hold the ball the majority of the time and it sucks. When you have a team like take a look at the New Orleans Saints, you're paying all that money for a quarterback and you're stuck with it now. Just look at that situation because that could be us in the next couple of years. The NFC South, I said it before, it's actually the title of one of the episodes I have. The NFC South is getting interesting, man. Uh, And Jason Light and Mike Greenberg and Todd Bowles and all these guys, BA, everybody's got to be on their toes, man, because you know who's... Knocking on the door right now, the Atlanta Falcons. They're one quarterback away from taking over this division. So this is this is a very important decision. This is probably going to be one of the most important offseasons for the Buccaneers for the future because in all reality, statistic-wise, the Buccaneers should have been rebuilding a year ago, two years ago, even when Brady's last year was here because we all knew – between the divorce and Brady taking time off and all this crap, we all knew this season wasn't going to... It, it, it was... It, it played out exactly the way I said it was going to play out. I, the Bucks were going to barely get into the playoffs. I didn't think they were going to make any noise, and they didn't. They got eliminated. Um, but this year was a little bit different. The Bucks, they, they had fire in them, and that's with Baker Mayfield. Um, but I, I think they have to be very careful with that contract. And then you have another guy... Levante David. Um, I'm not worried about Levante because Levante took $8 million this year. I ain't worried about him. He's not selfish. He's made some money. Maybe he does leave. I doubt it, but I'm not worried about guys like Levante. Devin White is an interesting character because you don't really know what you're going to get with Devin White. I think um, Todd Bowles is going to fight for him tooth and nail, but I mean, I, I, if, I don't see the Buccaneers signing him to a multi-year deal. I doubt that. I think they let him walk into free agency, and I think they try to match somebody else's offer. 
and see what happens there. But the Buccaneers have a lot of work to do, guys. And this is going to be an exciting time. Um, Jamie and myself are going to be working religiously on draft prospects, what we think. He's going to be talking about the Bears. I want to talk about the Bears a little bit. Um, I think that's an interesting um, situation. I think we should all be paying attention to the Chicago Bears right now because in all reality, guys, they're going to they're gonna be the ones that are going to... They have a huge, huge part in the NFC South right now. They're going to determine. There's been chatter. Justin Fields, to maybe the Falcons trade up and get Justin Fields or trade for Justin Fields. Imagine Justin Fields with B. John Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and the defense is not all that bad, guys. Jesse Bates has really emerged as a star for the Falcons. He was, he was the heartbeat of that, that defense. A.J. Terrell, they, they have a couple of players on defense, man, and they, they can compete with the Bucs. And, you know, they almost took this year's division. I mean, you know, unfortunately, their quarterback wasn't consistent. Again, they're, they're a quarterback away. I think the Saints, I still think the Saints finish at the bottom of the battle this year. Uh, I think uh, Jamie actually brought up two funny, cool statistics. If the New Orleans Saints released every single player on their roster, they'd still be over the salary cap. That's why I'm so thankful for guys like Mike Greenberg and Jason White, man. Don't have a call for their heads because they've done a great job, fantastic job at working that salary cap. Um, he actually brought up another funny statistic. You know how he is with his statistics. It's, they're pretty funny. So Ronnie Brown and Kendrick Whitehead, and there was another gentleman. Uh, those three guys have made their team, I think it was uh, over the salary cap by $667. Not million, $667. Just, I know, you guys, whatever. It's just a funny statistic. You had to be there. Um, but overall... Um, I'm excited. It's the offseason. We got the draft coming up. We got free agency coming up. Uh, Jamie and myself are going to be doing a deep dive into all this stuff. We're going to be here nonstop covering. Um, it, we, and we're going to get a little bit, not of a facelift, but it's going to be more consistent. I know we were kind of all over the place last time. But um, it's going to be a little bit different going on this year. Um, and we'll talk about more of that in the future. Uh, also, big shout out to Ryan Jensen. I believe he's going to retire. And that's another $5 million that the Buccaneers are going to have to carry next year with dead salary cap. Um, the Bucks are going to be saving some money. They can create more cap room. Guys that just have to be willing to restructure contracts. Um, I'm not really too worried. I mean, I know there's some issues and some dilemma, but that's what makes it great. Um, you know, and if if they don't get some of these guys back, it is what it is, man. The NFL's got to move on, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have to move on. It is a business at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I'm excited, guys. So stay tuned. We have some good stuff coming up for you guys, some good content. Make sure you guys follow us on the Instagram page. Like and subscribe, everything. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And remember, go go support a small business. Uh, Heather, she's great. She's a, a good friend of the family. Uh, shout out to Chris, her husband, another awesome individual. Uh, we've had him on the podcast before, but we, we've never put out those episodes. They're, they're just too out there. Um, maybe one day, but we'll, we'll get him back. He's a huge uh, New York Giants fan. Um, he's originally from New York, but we'll see if we can get him on the show. Uh, he's got some great insights and some great takes on some stuff. Uh, but overall, thank you guys for joining us. And like I said, like, like and subscribe and share the content. We greatly appreciate it. And we will see you guys soon. As always, guys, fire them cannons. Let's go Bucks.